Welcome to No Green Eggs, a podcast about nothing and everything. We're not here to take jabs at the infamous Dr. Seuss. This is a show where I tell stories, share some original works, and dive into topics like art, pop culture, weird inventions, and anything having to do with cubby wubby room room tea. So sit back, put on some clothes, and listen to the just okay sounds of your host, me, Sam I Am. Here we go. Where did you go? Were you alone walking through the pines? Did the needles and leaves crunch with every step? Or was there a muffled thud following the slow beat of a bass? Did your eyes and thoughts lead the way? Or were you looking to the sky, trusting your feet would keep you straight? Were you humming along with the morseful tune? Or did the chorus of wind and birds serenade you? Were you carrying bags of steel and ore? Or were your arms stretched out wide as the sun caressed your face? Did you feel the pierce of fangs? Or did the lion give you his mane? Where did you go? Normally I wouldn't do this, uh, but um, I don't know. I, I kind of felt uh, almost compelled to, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's not even my place because I didn't know the guy. He was strictly an entertainer uh, to me. You know, but for some reason, it just affected me a little bit differently than uh, than other people um, in the entertainment industry. I would say. I mean, this is probably something for his friends and fellow comedians to to talk about and to reminisce about him and stuff like that. And you know, I don't know. Uh, just as someone on the outside, do I do I have? I mean, I, of course, I have an opinion, but is this something that I should be doing? I don't know. But there was a. I don't know, a certain sadness that doesn't usually come with the passing of some public figure. As most of you know who listen to this, some of you don't because you, you know, don't really care. But um, the comedian Norm Macdonald passed away last week. And I don't know, it just, uh, it's very odd. Like I said, it's not something that I would normally talk about and not something I would normally do, but he just seemed like um, a real genuine person who had a lot of love for people, love for his craft. I, I read something that he said that the the purest form of comedy was stand-up. And I, this isn't verbatim, and I might be taken out of context, but one thing that he noticed in his industry was that people were using stand-up as a stepping stone to like movies and television and stuff like that. And they kind of lost the form and the, the true beauty behind stand-up by using it in such a manner. Comedians, good ones, have the burden of creating light out of a dark topic. Sometimes the, they have to navigate through a jungle of hate in order to express an opinion in, in a way that will allow the hearer to think and to laugh. It's not an easy thing to do. Offense is always taken and will always be taken by someone. And some vengeful, self-important trolls will do everything in their power to destroy reputation even in death. 
And miraculously, even though I didn't scan all of the internet, didn't really find that with Norm MacDonald. This was a man who was probably, I don't know, I guess more in the middle, but towards the end of his life, I think he was more conservative. And he had expressed his, you know, love for God and his devotion, his faith. But he always, he still, his his comedy would, uh, it was topical. I'm not going to get too much into it, but he would always have something to say. And there was always more to, to what he meant or to what, you know, the joke was laying out. And normally with a public figure, you have people on both sides. And usually they either hate him or they love him. And it seems as though... Most people on both sides generally liked Norm MacDonald, which is great. I think he he didn't make enemies. He didn't try to make enemies. You know, I don't, I don't think that that's definitely wasn't his goal. He had a lot of love, like I said, and he loved the craft. He loved people in his craft. He didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. That's not what he was aimed to do. He was definitely controversial, especially during O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> if you uh, know anything about him, uh, he was on Saturday Night Live he did Weekend Update, probably the best, uh, in my opinion. Not that I've watched it in years, but um, it was definitely entertaining. He lost his job after so many segments of, of bashing O.J. Simpson, after the trial and after he was uh, acquitted of murder. Norm MacDonald didn't really skirt the issue. He, he didn't really pull punches. He, he basically came, came out and said he's a murderer. After the verdict came not guilty, uh, that next weekend, he said, oh, so now... Good news, murder is now allowed in the state of California. <laughs> so, so yeah, he, he didn't uh, he didn't care. Come to find out later on, he was fired uh, subsequently. Him and another guy who uh, was co-writer of these jokes for Weekend Update, these particular jokes, not all. It, it turns out that one of the like the the high ups of NBC was good friends with O.J. Simpson. In fact, after the trial held a party for all of the jurors. <laughs> so it's like, huh. Uh, he denied it later on. He's like, no, no, no. That's not why we got rid of him. But Norm always knew and wasn't afraid to say it. Even with all the controversy that he may have had, uh, people still loved him. And like I said before, he, he didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings other than what I just said. He did a roast of Bob Saget, who was a really good friend of his. Uh, they did a movie, Dirty Work Together. And, you know, we're friends for, until his death. And he was asked to be on the roast of Bob Sackett. And he, he told him, he's like, I don't, I don't want to say anything bad about anybody. He didn't like the whole roasting thing. He knew it was all in good fun and stuff, but he didn't want to say anything bad. So he, he said, I'll do it, but I'm coming with uh, jokes from the 40s. And I'm going to just read those. And <laughs> that's what he did. And he roasted people, quote unquote, with jokes from the 40s that were not roasted at all. And, you know, no one else knew about it except Bob Sackett and Norm, and no one in the crowd really got it at first, and I, I'm not even positive that they got it at the end. There was a lot of uncomfortable laughter, but Bob Saget was, you know, going crazy. A few of the comedians were going crazy for it, and at the end, he he expressed his love for for Bob, and you can see it. In, he, like, got choked up. He did the same thing with David Letterman on his, the last show that he did with David Letterman, or uh, for David Letterman just before he retired, and again, he, he spoke for a while. He did, you know, a whole routine, even said one of David Letterman's jokes that he had heard, that Norman heard when he was a kid. He had been to one of his shows and he had heard it and he repeated it to David Letterman. And then at the end, he said, I love you very much and started choking up. His eyes got red and stuff. And you can tell he really genuinely meant it. 
I don't want to take too much time with this. I'm also not, I don't know if you noticed, there's no sponsor on this one because for one reason, it didn't feel right. And two, I'm going to play a clip, uh, probably my favorite joke, one of my favorite jokes. He had, he had many. This was on Conan O'Brien's show. And I, it's like a two-minute clip. I'm going to play it. And, you know, to avoid any copyright things, I might just speak once in a while in between or stop it. But I'm definitely not putting any sponsor on it that way. Nothing, you know, no trouble. Norm and Conan worked together in the same building. They, you know, both were writers uh, on uh, Saturday Night Live. And, of course, Norm was, you know, in front of the camera as well as behind. And then when Conan O'Brien got his show, it was just a couple floors down. And... Whenever Conan, you know, especially at the beginning of his career, was having trouble with like getting a guest or a guest canceled, he would call Norm and Norm would come down. I think he was on a show so many times and often got in trouble to the point where NBC didn't want Norm on Conan's show anymore. And Conan fought for him. He had a deep love for Norm, just like Norm had for for Conan. This is if you go on YouTube, you can find like all the clips of Norm on Conan's show, and most of them were. Always hilarious. He always stole the show. But this one in particular happened. It takes place after Conan lost The Tonight Show. And if you don't know about that, so when Jay Leno retired, they're looking for somebody to fill a spot. Conan had a long show or long running show. like, And, you know, everyone knew him. He was very popular, very funny. He's a very funny guy, very smart guy. Both him and Norm are incredibly intelligent. So he was basically seen as like the front runner for for that spot and NBC offered him that position you know it didn't last very long and it was because you know I don't know exactly why maybe you know the crowd for Jay Leno isn't the same as the crowd for Conan O'Brien at the time I think NBC was hoping that like his people which was a younger audience would come over you know because Jay Leno was you know he had a, an older audience he's a very funny guy but his audience was older because they've been watching for for decades, ever since he took over for Carson. And then you have Conan, who's a late night. He was edgier. He was, you know, more geared towards a younger audience, almost like a Saturday Night Live kind of audience, and had a lot of shticks, and it, it worked. And for some reason, NBC got rid of him abruptly and brought Jay Leno back. Um, I don't know if Jay Leno was like... One of the rumors is Jay Leno wanted to come back. Another was that NBC asked him to come back. Um, whatever it was, Jay Leno's return didn't last long, and now you have Jimmy Fallon as the host. Conan did not take it very well, and definitely shouldn't have. I mean, this was the way it was done wasn't appropriate. You know, he was hoping to to take over the Tonight Show and and be the new host until he was he was done, and it didn't work out that way. And the last week of episodes, it was all outlandish stuff. And in fact, the last, I believe, it was the last episode he. He bought a Bugatti Veyron. He brought that on the show <laughs> under on uh, NBC's dime. So spend as much money as he possibly could uh, on his way out. And <laughs> obviously they probably did not like that. But uh, I don't know. I'm getting off topic. This little clip is actually from after Conan was let go. And he had Norm on. And I, here is Norm on Conan. Thank you so much. Have a seat, Norm. Wow. It's, you've been so, it's so nice of you to stop by and you... Well, I want to drop by, show my respects, you know? Well, you know, for you to bring a, a, a basket commemorating sort of the, 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 the tough situation I'm in is really nice. Yeah. Well, that's not what that is. <laughs> well, what, what, this, what is this basket for? Oh, this is an older basket. I, uh, I procrastinate, as you know. 
And uh, this is a basket I got you back in June. <laughs> so the basket is, is like any normal gift basket you would find in a store. It's plastic, it's big, it's got a bow on it, and there's a, there's a card on it. It's a, uh, again, I'm cutting in, so there's no trouble. Okay, continue. Wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Norm, you've had this basket since June? Yeah. I've seen you. You've been on the show like three times. Why didn't you ever give me the basket? I keep forgetting it. <laughs> but I wanted you to know I bought it. It was $60, oh. and uh, I wouldn't open it. I think it would smell. Well, oh, there's I, a card also. I, yeah, I see that. It says congrats yeah. on it. That's, that's terrific. Uh, well, I don't know. If it, can I read it? Yeah, why not? Congratulations, Conan, on finally securing your place as permanent host of The Tonight Show. <laughs> That's something they can never take away from you. <laughs> it is perhaps the shrewdest programming decision ever made. <laughs> By the NBC Brain Trust. Sure, the pressure is on, but if I know you, Conan O'Brien, miserable failure is not an option. <laughs> you are the new king of late night. Thank you Long so much. live the king. Okay, so <laughs> he gets up and he gets. Conan and, and Andy Richter to stand up as well and he's holding their arms and standing ovation. And it was it's so hilarious. I mean that's his that was his comedic style. Uh it was very dry and very <laughs> I don't know. There's a if you if you haven't seen anything and a lot of you have, I I know, but uh if you're unfamiliar with him, look up Norm MacDonald Moth Story. M O T H Moth Story. Uh very funny. And this is how his humor was and it Usually, like people didn't get it at first, if you, especially if you weren't uh, familiar with him, and they would, you know, no one would really laugh, and then those those that were very close to him would laugh at like everything he said. You'll you'll get it. Uh, I'm gonna read the poem, then I'm, I'm just gonna end. There's more I could say. Uh, I would prefer to actually have somebody on and actually talk with somebody else about it, only because it'd probably be more entertaining for you. This is probably not so much uh what you're looking for <laughs> it's just something that i felt like uh, i needed to say where did you go were you alone walking through the pines did the needles and leaves crunch with every step or was there a muffled thud following the slow beat of a bass did your eyes and thoughts lead the way or were you looking to the sky trusting your feet would keep you straight were you humming along with the morseful tune or did the chorus of wind and birds serenade you? Were you carrying bags of steel and ore? Or were your arms outstretched as the sun caressed your face? Did you feel the pierce of fangs? Or did the lion give you his mane? Where did you go? Thank you for listening to No Green Eggs. Please remember to like and subscribe on whichever platform you're using to listen to us. The producer for the show is Eobino Consulting, which are also the editors, contributors, writers, food suppliers, bathroom cleaners, 
and overall everything of the podcast. The musical director is Donnie Ronaldo. You can check out his work on YouTube, Spotify, under Project Meld by Dominic Ronaldo. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Green Eggs Podcast. And visit NoGreenEggs.com to stay up to date with latest information and to find out how you can support the podcast. Thank you for listening.